Ty. Hello. This is the Me If I Was 20 podcast, and it's just us two again. I know. And we're finally back. Not finally. It's no, just been, it's no, just it's been just a, been a couple weeks. Yeah. But, <clears throat> Ty, you know, Ty got sick. Ty got sick, and last year, <clears throat> we made a huge deal about this time of year. That was, actually, this is the, the sorry guys, I'm moving, I'm getting a little more comfortable so I can look at Ty. Um, yeah, try to sort um, us out. Our, uh, our podcast room has like been completely rearranged yeah. here, so we're yes. a little bit. It's out of the, it feels a little different in here. Yeah. But, you know, we started this podcast probably a year ago. Yes. And yes. And we've got how many episodes? Thirty. Close to close to forty, probably. That's pretty good for yeah. fifty-two weeks. Yeah. Like we almost did a complete year of podcasting. Yeah. So. So missed like twelve weeks. Yeah. That's not. That's not, not bad. bad. Happy Halloween, guys! Yeah. By the time you're seeing this episode, it's probably already been Halloween. Yeah. And maybe you're sick of hearing about it, but guess what? We haven't got to sit down and talk about actual Halloween. Actual Halloween. I mean, so. we kind of nailed it into the ground last year. Yeah, we did. But we this went super Halloween heavy. Super hard into Halloween. Yeah. But there's been a lot of uh, late new, you know, well, not not necessarily. There's been one new movie that we we're really gonna want to talk about, <laughs> but. There's also a movie I finally watched we're going to talk about. And then just some other Halloween things. So, um, Is that what we're doing today? I think so. Awesome. This is the obligatory Halloween episode. So, happy Halloween. Yes. And um, buckle up. I think this is going to be a very fun ride. But where are we starting at? Friday the 13th? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, let's do it. So, <clears throat> lately, me... We got no questions. We It's like going to be like a super content-heavy episode today, yeah. so like we're going to have to jump right in. Yeah, we're jumping right into this. So, lately, me and Natalie... I'm sorry about this, guys. I'm just trying to get this room settled. Uh, so, lately, me and Natalie started watching all the Friday the 13th movies. Yep. I have all... You know, I've known about Friday the 13th. I know sure. who Jason is. I've seen maybe the reboot before. I've seen the first one before. Oh, that reboot. Um, But I've now watched one through four. Okay. And they suck. Yeah, they're really bad. Those movies suck. Yeah. yeah. What is up with that? People like them, I think, out of the kind of nostalgia for what yeah. it was. Like, when, you have to think, like... <clears throat> Aside from a lot of these movies, like Halloween, I think it's still a good movie that yeah. holds up, yeah. right? I don't think a lot of them have aged really well, especially for like people your age. Yeah. Um, but you have to think like the thing that they were doing at the time was like, Crazy. wow, was yeah. like blowing people's minds, right? And that's insane. Like, I mean, I think Jason is, <laughs> is and will continue to be like a figure that, you know, people talk about and yeah. people know about and he's like a you know he's a legend in but he's sort of i feel like transcended the his own movie well, here yeah well, yeah okay he's sort of transcended his own movies though yeah i mean and, he has a, a and, game and his sort of kind of lore has been has become more popular than and you know well received in the actual movies that he makes or yeah jason jason's I, not a person right right jason is a character right. but the actual movies that he is in right i think <clears throat> you know and and also you know you have movies like freddy versus jason yeah and you know he shows up in i, I want to say he's been in like he's probably been in a dark horse comic book he's been in a yeah sure like you know i'm pretty sure like Ash versus yeah. Ash versus Freddy versus Jason. Right. 
as a comic for yes. sure. Um, it, you know, again, I, I feel like he's more of a character that is like an aged football player and they're just kind of like going to cons, you know, right. and people were signing autographs that may, might exactly. have been Jason at one point. Right. Like I said, the, it's more his brand yeah. that is carrying the he legacy looks at this cool point. And <clears throat> some of the kills are pretty cool. Right. Okay. We'll get into that in a second. <clears throat> like, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's definitely Jason as a character that's doing the heavy lifting. Yes. Even though so, there's so, not much character development. So, so you've seen the one through five. So one that, through four. One through four. Yeah. So you haven't seen the final chapter yet. No, that four is the final chapter. Okay, that's what I, I can't. I see. I can't remember the quote unquote final chapter. I can't remember. That's four. If that's five. Well, five's a new beginning. Yeah, I think. I think the new beginning is the one when the girl has um, telepathic powers. Oh my god! So it's like Carrie versus Jason. Here we go. Um. It, and a lot of people, it, a lot of people don't like that one. The one that people hate the most is the one where Jason is actually dead in it, and he and comes he's out. A spirit? Of, no, he he is is like a snake that comes out of people's mouths right. and goes into oh another person. God. So instead of a actual Jason in it, there is a a man named Roy, right, that is killing everyone. Yep. Um, I think I want to say that's six or seven. Because uh, I don't think that's Jason Goes to Hell. No, no, no. Because Manhattan is like eight, yeah. I want to say. Yeah. And I, I, I kind of like that one because it's like Jason on a boat, like yeah. on a cruise boat. <laughs> um, uh, I think if you go into it expecting, and this is just what I think personally, that if you go into it expecting this is going to be like a life-altering experience, yeah. you're going to be super let down. If you go into it kind of like this is going to be like sort of kitschy and campy and yeah. fun, uh, you'll probably have your expectations met more yeah. like that. I don't think my expect. I mean, I've seen the first one, so rewatching the first one, right? It was worse it, than the first time I watched it. You, have we ever talked about Sleepaway Camp? No. Okay. I don't think so. I can't. I can't. That's like a movie I can't ruin for people. Yeah. And so I will not. I know the ending. Okay. So, oh, uh, so anybody that's listening to this, this is going to be like a super spoiler heavy show. Yeah. So, um, I feel like, I feel like the first, I feel like the first Friday the 13th is kind of on par with Sleepaway Camp. Yeah. Uh, it was doing something that kind of wasn't done at the time. Like yeah. the camp theme, uh-huh. like that was a new thing. Yeah, right. Like that was, that was the thing that kind of never well, been done say what, before. The first Friday the 13th came out in like 80, 80, 80, 80, 80 flat, 80. I'm pretty sure. Um, again, my Friday the 13th knowledge is like sort of like, you know, blurry. So right. if anybody at home, if I'm saying some of this stuff wrong, I'm really sorry. It's not my intention. <laughs> It's not a, it's not like Jaws was made in 1975. Like I know that off the top of my head. Like it's not a franchise that I like devote myself to, like knowing facts about it. Uh, I I have like a sort of like dating relationship with, with Friday the 13th. Like, and, and that is completely juxtaposed with like, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, which like I actively hate. (laughs) Understandable. Uh, I think we'll delve into a little bit of that maybe afterward. We talk about Friday the 13th. Maybe we can 
like dip our toes into but like the first friday the 13th is kind of like that you know that it's the camp and stuff like that but then yeah. like there's the big jump scare at the end yeah and that's yeah. kind of the thing that everybody remembers exactly you know? and i think you know the first one you know you don't know who's killing all these people no and it's like right but you and, and sleepaway camp's the same way right you don't you and have like you have an idea the <clears throat> bull girl yeah the, the it's a boy boy yeah, <clears throat> yeah. um so you have an idea about who's doing it, yeah. but at the same time, um, it's kind of like up in the air and could I be anyone. I want to say the beginning of Friday the 13th starts with the whole Jason drowning. I, I think, unless that's like flashbacks. I, but. Th- I thought it was a, I can't remember. Like I, I again, it's been like many, many years since yeah. I actually watched, sat down and watched that beginning yeah. to end. Well, so I guess you have an like you're not thinking this kid that drowned is killing all these people, like yes. So yeah. it's like it, you find out, okay, well, it's his, it's when his mom shows up, then you're like, oh, this is weird, because I think my like if I was going into it blind and I had no idea, I would totally think it was that camp counselor that was killing everybody because well, he right, and, but, and he, there's like red herrings in it. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I was thinking about it, like, sometimes it feels like they throw red herrons in those movies <laughs> for some reason. <clears throat> that, Like, movies like Scream, it makes sense why there's red herrings. Yeah, it's sort of a, you know, all over the place exactly. It's a it's, yeah. yeah, it's a whodunit, but Friday the 13th. But the, f- the payoff there is, like, so much better. Better. Yeah. And well done and smarter. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. But the, but the thing about Friday the 13th is... The only one of those who that's a whodunit is the first one. There's yes. there, there's stuff yes. in the second and third movie that I'm like, why are you like making this guy fishy? Well, I think, <laughs> well, there, the thing that is weird about Jason to me personally yeah. is that they sometimes don't realize what they have, and so it's like constantly changing gears. Yes. you know what I mean. Yeah, I agree. Um, like here, he's a mutant fish boy. Yeah, right. And then he is a man that has, you know, like in Jason X, he's like a man that has somehow figured out how to regenerate his body. Like, it's very stupid. It gets retconned very often. Which one is it? Um, There's, gosh, I wish I could remember the names of all this, but they really all kind of run together to me. Um, But the one when Jason actually dies... Um, and then uh, an older Tommy comes back and like stabs a spear into him yeah. and lightning strikes him yes. and he comes back to life. That is my favorite Jason. It might be Jason Goes to Hell. Jason Goes to Hell is the one when he actually gets blown up at the beginning. I do know right. that. Yeah. And the FBI sting. Yeah. Um, this one is like... That's absolutely ridiculous. I'm... Right. <laughs> this, one, this one is like from five to eight range it's it's six six. or it's six or seven yeah we're getting there and so one of the things i wonder about jason and this is just like a personal take i've always kind of had is like why is he so angry yeah like he comes back to life all the time that is a good that is a good thing like you know i guess he listens to his mom he gets to go to new york yeah I mean, it's kind of like Kevin from Home Alone. Yeah, maybe he is Kevin from Home Alone. <laughs> it's kind of constantly <laughs> just setting traps yeah. for people so that they can get murdered in terrible yeah, ways. I, I was thinking, I was watching in the third one when he's, you know, just 
to be fair, like he's at all these random places just killing people. Yep. It's like you're not at his camp anymore. Mm-mm-mm. You're nope. just, I guess, in his wilderness, in yes. his woods, is what they say at some point. Yep. It's like I just hate teenagers. I'm gonna yep. kill all the teenagers. Hate them, hate them, and loathe them. I mean, I get it. I don't like teenagers no, either. No, but Jason. I mean, but I'm not trying to go out and murder them. Exactly. I just usually stay away from yeah. them. Yeah. Just Jason. I'm sorry, Jason. Like. I don't, maybe you're insecure about your face. Maybe, 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 maybe there's something wrong with his brain. There might be something. You know, you know, maybe he's crazy and, and just listens to his mom. He's a mama's boy. You know? He is. He is. I'll say by far the best one I've seen so far is the fourth one. Okay, and that's the final chapter. Yeah, right? final chapter. Is that the one when the gutter punks in it and the guy gets killed while that's, he's having diarrhea? That's three. That. That. <sighs> yes, yeah. that's three. That's yeah. three. Yeah, Cause I was like, because the guy's like, oh, man. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Just pooping his guts out. I forgot about that scene. I, I, I tried to shut that it's out. It's like one of my favorite scenes in a Jason movie. That is insane. I, I didn't I didn't think about or realize how campy those movies are. Oh, they're it, it's straight dookie. Yeah, it, it's insane. Yeah, I agree. But, hey, like, I don't know. That's just, that's just what it was back in the day, you know? Yeah. That's just oh. how... Did she have a little... Yeah. Sorry, guys. That was a little bug on my cat. We, we had an emergency. Emergency. Um, but Jason 4? Jason 4, I think. We were talking about the dude having diarrhea when he got killed. Yes. That um, was... Yeah, 3. That was 3. Um, but, no. So, Jason 4, that's the one they introduced Tommy Jarvis in. Mm-hmm. Um, even though the way it ends where he shaves his head and he's like, Jason! Oh, Look yeah. Look at me, Jason! Oh, that's right, because it's... um. Who plays him? Uh, oh my God, I don't like Corey. That Corey, it's not Corey Hames. Is no, it? it's Corey. Uh, it's one of the two Corys. It's the kid from Stand by Me. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I just can't think of his last name. That's just, crazy. Yeah, uh, Corey Feldman. It's Corey Feldman. I don't know why I can't yeah, he's stand him. Hor- horrible in that movie. Yeah, Jason. <laughs> It's so weird. It is. That's the one where the guy's like joking all the time and scaring people with masks, right? Yeah, is that I think three? so. No, that's three. That's three. Okay. There's that's that one guy who's who pretends to die and the yes, uh, and they're like, don't do that, <clears throat> right? And, and he, he just kind of keeps I on. Feel doing bad it. for that guy. He shouldn't have died. He kind of sucks. He kind of sucks, but I mean. <laughs> He he wasn't doing drugs. He wasn't having sex. No. That's why no. all these people are getting killed, right? That's what Jason kills him for, you know? Is is Jason the ultimate slut shamer? He is. Probably. Here's my question. Are these are Friday the thirteenth and early slasher movies just propaganda for uh the youth? I feel like it was a lot of middle aged men making these movies and they were just Trying to get kids to think, oh, I could be doing this and I could get my pee-pee chopped off. Right, exactly. So, I don't know. Uh, I also kind of felt bad in 4 for the guy that was staying, at the, the crazy dude who's like, Ugh, I'm looking for Jason. And, uh, you know, he just... He but you seen the remake when, they're, when the guy like goes to the... You seen the remake? I though. think so. Yeah. When the guy, like at the beginning, when the guy stops at the uh, gas station, he's like, "Oh, I'm looking for my sister." Yeah. And then the yeah. guy's like, oh, "You're looking for your sister." <laughs> I was like, "What is what is the deal with the archetype?" Who wrote these movies? I don't know, man. But like, that was a Michael Mann movie, or that was not a Michael Mann. That was a um, 
uh, Michael Bay movie. So it's oh, kind of I all forgot. Yeah, oh. it's kind of all you gotta know about it. Whoa. Um, anything Michael Bay puts his name to is usually garbage. Yeah. So yeah, maybe the first Transformers movie is okay. But you bit. liked four the best. Four is the best. Um, so far that what people say is they get better as they go. Yeah. I think a lot of people like two the best. Two's good, but I like Sackhead Jason. Yeah, I think it's I a pretty cool, say, scary look. It's this, you know, that's like the first one he really like runs in, and yes. like seeing him huge lumbering dude yeah. run at you with an axe yeah. or something. That's pretty yeah. freaky. Yeah, I wouldn't be scared of Miss Voorhees. I feel like I could kill her. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, what are you doing, letting this old lady just pummel you around? I, I think the thing that she kind of like does well though is she's kind of like unassuming people are like oh there's a sweet old lady here yeah and they're just like hey how can i help you and then she's like stabbing yeah, yeah it is really unassuming yeah. and to see all the brutal kills that she did in that movie yeah so but to be fair i think she's um, very good at sneaking yeah she is yeah. number four has some of the best kills no three number three had some of the best kills right um i mean they literally hang jason in that movie yeah so well, they cut his head off in two yeah when Right? They, no, I thought they did, but she just stabs him in the shoulder. Oh, dude. <clears throat> like, the first time I, I saw it... Oh, I, wait. Is that the one... No. She the, she puts the, the coat on, and she's like, Jason, the it's your mommy. The third one is the one when they, like, chop him in the head, right? Yeah. And that's yeah, where yeah. he gets, like, the machete the mark, machete mark yeah. in his mask that he and, keeps the rest yeah, of the time. The whole rest of his existence, yeah. he has it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think three's decent. The ending is a little meh when he's just kind of laying there dead, and they're like, "This guy's dead," and that's how the fourth one opens yeah. with, "He's in the morgue." Yes. Um, and then the guy is killing. That's the Roy one, right? No. Th- that I know what you're thinking about, though. Okay. Th- it happens again later where Jason is in a morgue. It happens a lot. Yeah. Where, because there's one where people like see his heart when he's dead or something, and they eat his heart, and then he turns into Jason. Oh my! They're just pulling at straws at that point. It's, it's like, I, like I said, this one I'm talking about. That there's no continuity between like this is how Jason works, and this is how like this lore is. And that's why like, I think a good re- okay. So we, I, I think you've seen all the latest Halloween reboot, right? Uh, I've seen Halloween, Halloween. I've seen kills ends. ends. I have not seen the second one. Okay, well, those are great. I think. Right. I think they're I think awesome. I, as far as the quality that I've seen in those movies, I think that those are the best other Halloween movies, uh, at least in terms of just like... I like two. I yeah. like certain... I like two. I like two. And I like three. Yeah. I can't it's lie. Different. Three is... Yeah, obviously, it doesn't have Mike Myers right. in it, but that's kind of the thing I like. It's yeah. sort of smart and more mm-hmm. of an anthology. Right. Um, which was the original intention for right? The no, films. I totally get it. Um, I think Friday the Thirteenth would benefit from a, you know, let's retcon two through, whatever. Right. Let's let's say the first movie still exists in in right. the canon and start it there. Start it there. Yeah. And then let's have Jason come back and let's make part two. People who are showing up to Camp Crystal Lake to like. I don't know. It'd be easy to do something. I don't know. They right. could they could make another trilogy. And I, th- I just think make they've it good. tried. Um, that may have been what the reboot did. I don't know. But I feel like the reboot is just like three or four movies mashed together. It is um, because it is. 
he has the bag on his head. Yeah. There the, is the mom at the beginning. Yeah. And like I said, the first like 15 minutes of it are just like one and two put together. It's, it feels like a retelling. Yeah. Which is not the best way to do something like that. Probably not. Um, I don't know. I think... I forgot what I was about to say, but... I forgot what I was about to say. It must not be important. <laughs> You're uh, talking about retconning. Right. Um, I, I just think, you know... And starting over. You could just start over and... I, I think that... <clears throat> and I think that this recent Hellraiser movie is kind of... I have not seen it, but I've heard nothing but bad things about it. All the Hellraiser movies? No. Uh, I mean, not Hellraiser. Uh, that new Exorcist movie. Oh, yeah. I, <clears throat> I've not even seen the original Exorcist, but... Yeah, it's not... I, I mean... I like horror movies. I think yeah. we've had this discussion before. Right. I draw the line in a lot of places. Like, yeah, me too. I don't want to see like ghost stories or witches, or I'm okay with like ghost stories and witches, but like I just don't think they're scary. Well, when it gets to like, I don't know, like demons. I get the demons are a real thing, and that's yeah. like one of those things where I'm just like, Ugh, okay. Sometimes there's movies like it's been a while, but like. Like we talked about, I don't know if we ever really went into depth about it, and I understand how Evil Dead's supposed to be. Yeah. But when we went to watch Evil Dead Rise, the, I don't know if you've seen that yet. No. But that movie felt heavy. Like so it was. I told you the thing about Army of Darkness, right? Yeah, it's where, it's a, where, where, like, I was watching it with Rachel. My wife does not like horror movies, yeah. like at all. Right. And she was watching it, and she was like, "Wait, what is this?" And I was like, "Evil, like, it's Army of Darkness." Yeah. And she goes, "This is like." kind of funny and i was just right. like yeah those are but they went back on a serious route with the new movie see that doesn't work to me yeah it's it's too much like evil dead even the first one is like dumb yeah you know like and it's admittedly dumb yeah. it's not like trying to be a horror movie and like evil dead 2 is like even more so over the top yeah uh it, like if you hadn't seen evil dead 2 like that is it i think it's actually on freeze right now i don't know now. if i've seen it's on amazon the originals it's on amazon um, right now i saw the remake and then the newest one so like the first evil dead's fine right but you kind of I mean, you can watch ash two and there's makes, a prequel of it ash is what makes those movies let's be fair i think so uh bruce campbell is bruce great, Campbell's great yeah but you know army of darkness is just a good yeah like strong movie yeah. i think i remember what i was about to say the the license so uh, we were talking about the prequel or remaking Jason yeah it's it's definitely been in the talks um but what I was thinking about is the license for Jason and the licensing for all that is like so messy oh I'm sure because it's like half Paramount yeah it's like and 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 I think they like and Fox yeah and like I think or I think there's somebody like somebody from the original creator's family or something that's like because Nightmare on Elm Street is Fox right right yeah i think so and and paramount owns well i know that friday the 13th H, it all of the friday the 13th movies are on hbo max so i don't know who so that's wb right warner brothers so that is what is that is that amazon it's not amazon Mm-mm. it's just wb yeah then. it's warner brothers i think warner brothers owns it but so like there's something to do with the licensing they just either a they don't want to make anymore or they don't i would i if i was them i wouldn't yeah i yeah truly because i think that these movies don't do well they don't i mean we've had this conversation many many times they don't do well um like that's what happened to the game like 
Right. So the game came out, and which I guess was a sort of renaissance for the Friday Thirteenth in a way, right? Because you know, I think people genuinely didn't hate the game. I think it was a fun game because people loved Dead by Daylight. And I've talked about the with Corley and Rust. Yeah. Uh, the Friday the Thirteenth. It started out as a podcast about Friday the Thirteenth, right. and they they have moved on to other things. Yeah. And. <laughs> Uh, if you really want to get a good sense of what those movies are about, like you should listen to those guys talk about it because they yeah. have so much more Knowledge. love love for it. Love, <laughs> like, and, and and I don't. Right. And and to me, and, the, to me, those movies are just fine. Yeah, they're right? fine. I yeah. agree. And 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 I think the example of that is that we're going to talk about a movie that I freaking love. Right. Here in a second. Yeah. And so that's kind of like the disconnect for yeah. me. You know. And I, you know, I think it's just I, also a. <clears throat> almost a commentary on like this is what horror was and this is what horror right. can be right. and, and is when it's made by the right people now right um and, and i should be the key demographic for it i was born in 1982 right right it this entire franchise happened in my like lifespan exactly right I, I was a kid of the 80s it should have been right up my alley yeah. and, and to me it just falls flat yeah I just don't think it's scary in a way that some like some things are actually scary Friday, to me. The Friday the 13th movies are, pro out of all the slashers, probably least scary movie. I, I, I always say this. The thing that scares me the least is Freddy. I, I am not afraid. He's not of, serious. I think it's so stupid. There's good kills in that movie. Right, but like Dream Warriors is like the best movie in the franchise, yeah. right? And it's just like you know, people doing magic spells yeah, against like, <laughs> against against uh, against a wheelchair that's got like knives yeah. connected to it. Like it's so it's stupid. Silly. Yeah, I haven't watched past the first Friday or uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, um, which I think, you know, I didn't hate the first one. Again, the, I think every first in these series that have like a long running is probably the best. They are always the best, and they're always the. There's a reason that it turned into a franchise. Yeah, because the first movie was so strong, right? Right. And Halloween's an example. Jaws, like I, you could go on and on and on. Yeah. Like uh, thinking of these franchises that have been set up by these phenomenal first movies. Right. But then you know also kind of sort of run underground i mean i love halloween it but the the later installments yeah. are pure trash they're, they're dookie <clears throat> i mean and and if it wasn't for said remakes then right i don't think it would i mean they're I liked I liked Halloween Ends. I, yeah. I, I mean, I could, I, think, I think it's the weakest out of the, the three. I could see why everybody was like upset about it because Michael Myers really isn't in it that much. Yeah. There's a whole Corey thing, but I actually thought that was interesting. You know, and I did too. And I think we kind of talked about it a little bit last <sighs> year. Um, but I think it I think it really pays homage to number three. Sure. Um, how because. Michael's not in that movie whatsoever. Right. Uh, this movie feels different. It it is a different change of pace. Right. Um, so I think you know it's doing. I think it's doing what it did on purpose. Uh, no, I totally agree. And it was like a a swing for yeah. sure. And I don't think it was a total miss. I don't. I don't think for me that movie. I think is strong. It's not strong. Uh, no. I, I I mean for like. In terms of what we're talking about with in these other franchises, sequels, I think it's strong. 
because of how, again, how different it is. Sure. Like yeah. how it's actually trying something. Right. Inside I, of its franchise is definitely interesting. I appreciate that. And I think it actually sort of works. Right. Yeah. I don't think it all the way works is no, the problem. No, yeah. It's not a home run. It's like a double maybe. Yeah. You know? And for it to be like a finale and like. Right. I mean, you, you want that to be the big. Sure. The big. And I, I think that off. they were thinking the way that that movie ends, it's going to kind of like drive that over the top. Yeah. And sort of be, you know, kind of uh, gloss over some of that stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I, didn't, I, I, don't I wasn't know. a fan of how that movie ended. Yeah. Personally. Um, it, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I mean, I, I guess it's the only really like, way you can kill him. A, a, really. But this is the thing, though. Eventually, you have to get sick of this man. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. they do it in two. Like, people try to beat him to death. Yeah. Right? And then, in the third one, if you got a dead, like, semi-dead or whatever is going on with yeah. his body, and you're just like, man, this guy keeps coming back from the dead. What are you going to do? Like, we're going to throw him into a chipper. Yeah. I, I, I mean... It makes that's the thing that burn his body. That's the thing that's frustrating about like horror movies. And I watched one a couple of weeks ago called The Tank, which is uh, it's not a tank like that shoots stuff. It's like a tank that holds something. Right. And there there's a guy and he inherits his house. And this movie's on Hulu for anybody that cares. Um, It's not good. (laughs) There's this guy that inherits his house and there's a tank in it that runs like. It's in the mountains and it runs like it has a cistern in it and he has mm-hmm. to turn on a pump and it'll like actually start collecting water and then that's how he gets running water in the right. house, right? Well, he goes into this thing like many like and it's like an actual concrete tank that you have to walk into and then like it fills up with water and there's like a monster in there. Well he goes into it like many times when he knows it's in there. And I'm just like, why are we doing these stupid things? Yeah. Right? Like, why are we, why aren't we running away? Like, or why are we locking ourselves in a house? Right. Because there's a house there that they can lock themselves yeah. in. And they just don't. I was like, the thing I don't like about those movies is they, they actually do dumb things that no one would do. Yeah. And, right? And is that, like, that stuff's not relatable. That stuff like that. Yes. I feel like what makes a, a good horror movie is when I can say, oh, I can actually be scared of this. Right. That's why I like Strangers so much. Right. Um, like, movies where somebody, like, stuff like that in movies just has you yelling at the screen. Like, what are you doing? Yes, it is. I wish you could, I wish that people could home, at home could have a reference for that movie because there are so many dumb things that happen like after they've determined oh we're in actual and physical danger right. of a thing that would eat us and yeah. kill us okay. and they just keep putting themselves in that weird like weird dilemma you don't know why and and i think that's something i liked about friday the 13th um the final chapter is the main girl in that movie i forget her name but um tommy's sister she does a lot of things that are smart and it's like right. Okay, well, you're actually giving this character some redeeming qualities. That's she's actually doing something that makes sense. Right. She jumped out of a window. <clears throat> right. Um, to get away from Jason. Yeah. Which happened in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where the girl yes. jumped out the window. Yeah. You know, when you someone does something smart, guess what? They're usually the person that gets away. Right. Because they can outsmart this guy who's lumbering and walking around yeah. that probably has no other thought than slash and kill and right. bust through a door. It's. I agree. And there are, like, stuff where, you know, when you watch movies like this and you're just like, oh, that person's just dead meat. Yeah. 
You know, like, yeah. oh, this person got introduced now. Oh, they're just dead. Yeah. Or any time, any, you can just, when you've watched enough of them, you can just tell. It's like when one of them is about to go off on their own, you're like, okay. Okay, that person's dead. Either Neat. that person's dead or the yeah. person that they left is dead. Yeah. yeah. The, there's a formula they follow. Yes. Do I enjoy Do I enjoy watching slasher movies? Yeah, yes, I love slasher movies. But can I admit that they're mostly all stupid and have honestly <laughs> nothing to take away other than this is just a movie I enjoy watching because it's, uh, I guess, gory and it's got a cool looking killer and it's, well, like Bloody Valentine or like movies that people might actually like. Right, all, like. There, there are slasher movies that, like, um, isn't it Black Christmas? Yeah, Black Christmas. Like, and, and I, I might even say the Scream movies, like, especially oh, the first couple. Yeah, absolutely Scream, for sure. Um, because that has a deeper level than just <clears throat> this guy's killing everybody. Yeah. And then somebody's going to get away. And, and I think it's weird that I don't, that I dislike, um, Nightmare on Elm Street so much, it, but I like Scream. But I like Scream. Yeah. And it's made by the same person. Yeah. For some is. reason, like, and I get that, you know, what was the guy's name? Um, Wes Craven? Not, I mean, not Wes Craven, the guy that wrote it. Uh, um, something Williams. What was his name? Scott Williams? He was the guy that wrote, like, Dawson's Creek and, like, all these. That sounds right. All these, all these shows uh, in the 90s. So yeah. he was like, he kind of, he did the pass on um, H2O. Yeah. So that's why it's like super kind of angsty and right. you know alternative or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I that movie's fine too. I think that might be the that might be like my third or fourth favorite Halloween movie. H two O, where they're in the college yeah. and yeah, yeah. I'm actually not watched that one all the way through. Yeah, I don't. I don't recommend it. Um, <laughs> it's not. They're not. None of these are good options. Yeah. Like they're. And, and they're, see, I think that's why I watch good movies over and over and yeah. over again. Because I, and that's the thing. Like retrospectively, good. looking back at slashers and old, you know, scary movies, is like none of these movies are like good. It's like I never left one of these movies and felt like I spent my time wisely. Well, I, I disagree with stuff like Halloween. Sure, I think yeah. that's like a true like. I think that's like true. That's a movie that's good. Artism good. Yeah. behind it right. and craft and thought. Um, when there's so, when there's a movie that has a soundtrack that good, you know. Yeah. And it, <clears throat> the movie feels paced well. Yes. The movie has. Yeah. And that's a, the thing. Like those movies have modern pacing. Right. Like they get to the point. Like Jaws has modern pacing. Yeah. Like it's a longer movie, but. Like, you could kind of blink, and you're just like, oh, we're at 4th of July. Right. And that dude's about to get his leg bit off. Right. You know? Yeah. And I think, you know, some of those movies are ahead of their time. And that's why I think that they're, you know, that's why, okay, I guess we could say the first Friday the 13th, best of the franchise, the first Halloween, definitely the best of the franchise. Yeah, sure. That's what they're hanging on to, and that's what they want to recreate is this... Something they can't capture. Again. Right, that sense. Because yeah. it's because ahead it's been, of its time. It's unintentionally. Right, it's like you're trying to get past the mountain peak, but the mountain peak is already there and right. it already exists. Yeah. You can't climb past it no. anymore, no. right? 
do and something so, new. Right. You know? So, like, I, maybe what they're trying to do is, like, discover new heights. And I'm just like, it's not possible. No. This character's done. <clears throat> and I think that's why, like, something like the Halloween 2018 was well done. Because right. they were trying to be, like, come alongside something that was already existing. As exactly. opposed to, like, re-skinning it. Yeah. And trying to make money off of it. Yeah. Um, Which maybe they were trying to make money on it, but still. That, and that's fine. Like, right. I get, you know what? I don't mind spending money on something. Like, uh, I didn't see Barbie in the theater. Right. Are, like, we rented it on Amazon. It was yeah. 25 bucks. Uh-huh. Like, and I was just like, that's fine. That yeah. Like, you know, a movie ticket's $10. Exactly. And yeah. there's two of us. Like, I get it. Yeah. And, like, for the amount of gas that I would have to, like, have to have bought to get there is yeah. probably the equivalent of the rest bucks? of it. Yeah. I, that stuff doesn't bother me. Like, I will give you, I will give you my money if it's well done. <clears throat> I'll say, I'll say this, you know. If someone is to make a new Friday the Thirteenth, it needs to be someone who's passionate about the, the the source material. Right. It needs to be you know that that's important and and you you can tell that there's passion there in the new Halloween trilogy. I, I think one of the things that needs to get toned down from Friday the Thirteenth though is the gore. And so, like, the thing that really works well for Halloween is that it's super jacked up on suspense, yeah, right? Absolutely. And there's, like, hardly any blood in it. Right, yeah. Like, none. The originals, there's... No. <clears throat> and so, that's the thing where I'm just like, I wish you guys, like, It, right? Yeah. It is, like, super jacked up on the, like, on the suspense. Yeah. And there's nothing in that. No, like, not really. you know, you see, like, I guess you see him, like, gobble some people down yeah, or something like that. the balloons that pop blood. Yeah, but, but I mean... I mean, if we're talking about the new movies, you got that bath scene with all that blood, but... Sure, but, like, that's, like... Even that. That's not a person no. that's actually getting killed. It's just, like, red stuff coming yeah. out of a sink. Exactly, yeah. That, I, I, I... My mind doesn't think of that as gore. No, yeah. You know? <clears throat> um, so... Yeah, I think there's a lot of times where... I, I wish they would head in that direction. Yeah, and, and I can understand to an extent, but it's like <clears throat> there's a lot of times where movies just want to be a gore fest and just yeah. want to see... And, and that's not scary to me. It's not scary, no. I understand that this person can do anything to you. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. It's the... I think it's like the how yeah. and, the, and the getting there. Like, right. you know, the thing that's scary about Halloween is like Lori looks out her window and she sees Michael Myers staring at her. Yeah. And then, like, she looks back and he's gone. Exactly. Where's he at now? Right. And... You that, see Jason, you see Jason, he's coming for you. And, and that's kind of, kind of the point at the end of Halloween, too. Like, you see him, like, on the lawn, and then they look and then away, and then he's gone. But then they show all these other places in the movie, and you're like, why are they doing this? And it's like all the, these places that he has been throughout the movie, right? right? Yeah. And then you realize, oh, he's not just contained the one spot anymore he's everywhere yeah. and could be everywhere right that's the kind of like genius behind it yeah i think the first two halloween movies do it very well right um <laughs> then they shoot his eyes out and blow him up <laughs> and he sometimes somehow lives yeah. i think that's the hard part where i'm just like you know what eventually like if somebody's dead they have to be and dead the thing about michael myers is he's he's never said to be anything more than human i think like i think that to me, it's like implied that he is something more. supernatural. Sure, yeah, you know, and he has to be, especially in the new trilogy. Um, yeah, when they say he's more of an idea or a spirit, right? You know, yeah. Um, but I mean, they call him the shape. That I mean, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. 
but so Friday the 13th you're out on are you gonna watch anymore I'm gonna finish it I'm gonna see it okay. through I might as well so like I, this is what I'll say I think they get better yeah from here which I don't you know I don't hate those movies I, I just don't think they're as good as I thought they would be that's yeah. how I think that's 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 where I'm at with it because I, I like Jason and I like Friday the 13th but they're not as good as you know my child self when my I couldn't watch them because I was too like, young oh my gosh these are terrifying like yeah. no no they're not they're not they're like not this isn't scary at all yeah so that's where I'm at but, but I think they get better from like five on. on now once they get to eight I feel like they get bad yeah so I'm sure. so my my range is like five to yeah. seven and then you have Freddy versus <clears throat> Jason yeah and that's not great Mm-mm. it again that's more of like a retread <laughs> of that's more of like a retread where they've compressed two movies together that have kind of like you know earlier yeah like films is what it feels like yeah we watched that one we've watched that one already like we watched it like two years ago you know, there's like one point in it where like you know freddy's like waking dead jason up so that he can like get people to where he wants them to be doesn't freddy win it's or... it's ambiguous it's that's right yeah they both end up getting killed and then or... now they end up fighting each other which doesn't make any sense yeah. Because Freddy is a dream spirit monster. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. like I said, like Freddy just doesn't make sense to me. No. So. He doesn't. I, I I'm getting burnt out about these guys right now. <laughs> That's probably good. But <clears throat> maybe we should talk about um actual good and creative movies. Though. Sure. Yeah. So um do you want to which do you want to start with yours i don't know <clears throat> i think i want to start with us you want to start with us okay i don't want to start All with right. us because it's fresh it's really fresh i okay. just watched right. it let's do it man so what, what do you i thought it was really good I, i'm gonna say this i love jordan peele yeah and i love his movies and i think us is my favorite i haven't seen get out yet okay get out versus no super I, good i like us a little better than no. I, to me, it's like they are so neck and neck. Yeah. Right? But then there's just... They're doing such different things, they, though. They are, but then like there's just stuff in us where I'm just like, oh, it just, it just gets you. It you know what feels, I mean? It feels... I think <laughs> Nope is a lot... Uh, nope has a lot more shocker scenes in it than Oh, absolutely. Us, absolutely. But I think us... It's like jaw-dropping. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, and I think, and again, that's the spectacle of that movie, right. which makes sense. It you is know? what that movie is. Yes, absolutely. Um, but I think us, it has a, it feels, and I, and the, you take this the right way. I'm trying to yep. say it. Yep. I think Nope is less of a story mm-hmm. than Us is. I think Us feels more like a movie. So, I say that Us is like. Like it has a it truly, you can look at it for hey, this is trying to say something, mm-hmm. or you can look at it and just watch it as a movie because it, it. But I feel like nope, if you just go into it like okay, Natalie and Jordan went and watched it. Sure, they had they're not looking past the surface, right? And it's the things that they see on the screen. They're leaving and they're confused, right? But <clears throat> if you watch nope and you pay attention and you really look into it, yeah. 
you're going to understand what it's trying to say. Sure, absolutely. But if Natalie and Jordan, say, went and watched us, they could either understand what it's trying to yeah. say under the surface, yeah. or they could leave and say, that was a good movie. Or you could walk out and be like, what the heck? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's why I like us better. Yeah, I think it, I think it does what it's trying to do yeah. a lot. Not that it's... And again, this is like trying to pick your favorite child. Right. You know? Yeah. Like... And, and, and in no way am I saying Nope isn't... No. Nope isn't like... Nope, nope is drop dead amazing. Yeah, it's great. But... And, and, and it just continues the trend that Jordan Peele is on. Right. Where he might be the most creative person that's making movies right now. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're just such... I was just thinking, who, how, who comes up with that idea? And, of, and so I get it. Like a lot of his stuff is like homage and references, but he twists it in a way that you are not expecting. Right. And right? especially the hands across America stuff. Yes. Yeah, so good. That's one of the things I really want to talk to you about. But like, let's start with like, let's start with like, so you like us better. Yes. I think us is more effective in the way that it, it tells a story. It's, it tells a story. Yeah. Um, I I don't think Nope is bad. I think Nope. Uh, we know that we don't. I don't think Nope is no. bad. Um, it's, no, it's very close to my second favorite so far. So, right. um, I do like it. I think Get Out is my least favorite movie of his. I think that movie is great. Yeah, I haven't. Do seen it not yet, so. get me. It's really really good. I yeah. just think like some of the things that he is saying with these next set of movies were so interesting. Yeah. I, I loved so what he was saying with Get Out yeah. because again, it's so simple. Yeah. Right? It is. It is. And, and it is and, the most at the simple, same time like seemingly. what I love about his movies is that they are so well made. They are. Right? Yeah. Like everything looks pristine. Like yeah. like the cinematography is great. The and, and lighting it's, it's is great. Everything is so intentional too. Acting, acting is out of control in yeah. it. Um, like what's her name? Um, Lupita Nyong'o. I'm not sure how to say her last name. The lady who plays um Adeline. Yeah, Adeline. She's phenomenal. Fantastic. Yeah. Like Winston, and, and she's playing two whole separate right. characters. Winston Duke is so good in that movie. Yeah, he like is. like I I watched this movie with Brad the other day, yeah. and he saw that um um. Uh, Tim Heidecker was in it yes. and he was just like what the heck yeah. and I was just like just he's wait. good he's he is great fantastic and and I'll say something <clears throat> you know to see they're playing two separate characters yes you know yeah. and which uh, anybody other than Adeline yeah all they're doing is making noises to be sure fair. but yeah I mean but their their cadence and the way they're holding their body, yes, absolutely, they're all great actors. Yes, um, she took like her the dancing that she puts right. into that yes. movement that Red has yes. is so good. Yes, uh, it really takes it to another level. Um, so Ariel saw the like the house break in scene. Yeah, and she was like, "This movie's really scary." And I was like, "If you like, it's really not like just you know." I was like, "This when, is the scariest part in it." Yeah. When you pay attention to that scene, though, it's really not... Well, it is scary, but it's like... It's so meticulous and so... Okay, since we're talking about that scene, when we're talking about lighting and stuff... Yeah. He unintentionally... Or not, intentionally. Not, he intentionally... Kept, keeps kept them faces in silhouette. In, yeah. yeah. And, and it's so genius. Yeah. Even when they're in the room and you can tell it's them. Yeah. It's like, that's obviously Winston yeah. Duke. Look at his body. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But the, he's still keeping their faces yes. in. And, and that's what I love about that. Yeah. And, until, 
until Pluto throws that match in yeah. the in the in the fly, in the fireplace yeah. and it lights everything up. Yeah. And you're just like, oh. But then I think that's when kind of the key theme kind of unlocks is when that starts. Yeah. Because she tells its story, but she tells it like it's a fairy tale. Right. Right? And yeah. if you think about it in those terms, the movie makes so much more sense. It does. And also when you figure out the twist at the end. Yes. It kind of, you know, and that's one thing that it left me a little like, because then you're like, okay, well, who's in the wrong here? Right. So well, let's save that. Because yeah. that's like, I think that's like the ending. Yeah, absolutely. That's like the the landing pad yeah sure but like yeah. even jordan peele said like and i noticed i noticed that theme before he i see had seen him give this interview but yeah. he said adeline is like the leader um uh jason the son yeah. is like the wizard you yeah. know and because he does tricks and yeah. the fire and all that yeah. and then uh gabe what is her name or, zora I, zora zora is like the warrior yeah and her name actually is looks seem and seems very close to Zorro. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then Winston Duke is the fool. Yeah. You know, and I don't oh, yeah. know if you know this, but like Winston Duke is a funny guy. Yeah. It he seems is like extremely it. funny in that movie. Yeah. And this is one of the things I was pointing out uh to Brad was I was like, I think this movie is hysterical. Yeah. When Tim Heidecker puts his hand down to pick like help like actual on clone yeah. Elizabeth and like, the, it is the, so funny, dude. It is. There's some funny scenes, and especially <clears> when they're <throat> talking to their like, uh, I forgot what they were calling it, but the uh, their house. They were talking to their house, and he got he was playing Beach Boys, yes, yes, and yes. then NWA, they, yes. and I don't know that just yeah. that whole part. I feel like that whole when you find out that. And that's when it... Well, that scene, when you realize it's going on everywhere... Right, it's not... That's when the movie opens up. Exactly. And it's like 45 minutes in, you're just like, holy crap, right. this is going on everywhere. Because when it... <clears throat> we're like 35 minutes in, and the house break-in's yes. going on. I'm like, okay, yep. where are they going to go from I know, here? That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, I thought this was going to be like out like i because it shows that right like that's like the yeah. opening scene like yeah. or whenever you put it on netflix that that's the scene they show yeah i'm expecting that to be like the hour 30 mark right right it's, it's at the end it of the is movie. at the beginning of it the is. movie it really is Be because the movie movie has so much depth it all happens in one night yes and that's yeah. something that you know i really respect about jordan peele yeah is that there's a lot of movies that'll do like a lot of day to night day to night You're, and we're actually going to talk about that in the next movie that we yeah are about we to are. discuss which i didn't like it was like one of the things i didn't like yeah, about it that's understandable I, I which we'll we'll get into that yeah um but i didn't realize how much of a, a dichotomy there is between yeah, that. I, I agree um but um so yeah it's it all it's, it's self-contained it's yeah. so contained yeah. within this one location this you know one general area yeah and and you it goes from the first day they're there to the first night to the next morning right and that's it that's it that's it yeah and and it has so much exposition and so much story yeah throughout that yeah and and when i realized you know when we get to the ending like there's so much foreshadowing yes and there's yeah. so much stuff that stands out yeah you you see one scene in that movie when she's a small girl yeah. and goes into the funhouse four different yeah. times and four different outcomes in yeah. each one yeah and and you really that's what 
you don't know where it's going. And honestly, that's the thing I love about Jordan Peele is that when you watch his movies, you actually have to pay attention Not to yet. it. It makes me actively watch it and engage with it. Yeah. And and it also is like pushing me mentally. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean? That's yeah. the thing that I think is so different about him and Robert Eggers and Ari Oster and like just all these like, you know, Paul Thomas Anderson and David Fincher, like all these great American uh, directors yeah. is that they're pushing you mentally, right? They're actually making you physically, physically interact with what's going on in their movie. Yeah. And with so much stuff, I'm just like, it's so hard to actually get me locked in on something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, and I think, you know, seeing those movies, you feel spoiled because yeah. of how good they are. Yeah. Um, You're like, it, again, we say it all the time. I'm like, why can every movie not yeah. be like this? I mean, you have the, the occasional, you know, barbarian that shows up. Yeah, or, absolutely. Um, you know, I mean... I, I, I I think that some of the stuff that's going on I don't I don't want to get away from us yeah I want to stay with that because that movie really is like it's really due so one of the things that I notice about Jordan Peele's movie is that he will open with a, a cold opening yes. basically yeah and then he will put you into a scene where it will show title it will show this is the cast, yeah. but it will show you something in the background right. that he is going to reference back to right. at some and point. It's almost like, I forget what they call the principle, but when you show a gun in the opening oh, of the movie. Oh, it's called, um, oh my gosh, what's it called? Chekhov's gun. Chekhov's gun. They show a gun, but you don't know. The, the idea is that if you show that gun in the first scene, it has to be shot in the, the third the, scene. Yeah. Right? And But, but you know, like with... With Get Out, it's showing like it's showing like trees rush by, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, which is like his car ride with his girlfriend, yeah. or like even him like running away yeah. from this place eventually. Yeah. Um, like in Get Out, it shows the cages with bunnies yeah. in it, and you're like, "What the heck is yeah. that? Why, what what is the bunnies? Why are they showing this? that?" Yeah. And then like, and then in Nope, they actually show like. The, the monster's mouth in it right? yeah. they show the inside of it yeah and and then it sh it like it shows like the small like bohemian yeah. jockey yeah. like um, the guy on the horse like right. inside it yeah and you know that's again more foreshadowing there will be a black man on a horse that is inside this mouth at some point in this movie yeah uh it, it's that kind of stuff it's just so freaking creative yeah, it is you know and it's then he explains what it is there's nothing left unturned right. in, in his movies. Um, I feel like there's not any, if very, very little plot holes in those movies. Right. I feel like everything's accounted for. Um, I, I think the stuff I've heard people like got upset, like, like where do these people come from? And where, like, I think it's interesting that you don't know. Yeah. It, the ambiguity of it all yeah. makes me like because, appreciate it know, more. In her almost like movie, like her almost comic book villain esque way of explaining yeah. what's been going on. She says like, a lot, but she doesn't at the same time. Right. And, you know, to be honest, it's it's just so interesting to think of, you know, I don't, I almost don't understand how, why, or, and I think that's the important part. Yeah. It's like when you don't understand, it makes you ask more questions. Right. And when you don't understand, 
it just gives an, another level of just mystery and and leaves you w- like thinking after more the movie. and more about yeah, it. Yes, exactly. absolutely. And and so like the doppelganger, like I don't know if you notice this, but there's so many double images yeah. in the movie. So like there's the thing on the beach where the frisbee gets thrown yeah, on, the, on circle, the circle, and it's perfect. The yeah. one's red and one's blue, and yeah. one's above and one's below. Right. And then there's the thing like where she's sitting in the house and there's a toy spider on their yeah, on their living yeah, room table the, and there's a toy spider underneath or there's a the real, real spider, spider underneath it. It's that kind of stuff is genius, yeah. right? And it's then, such small things, right? Then there's a, like when she's going. Oh man, this is like my favorite part of the movie. When she so when she goes down into the fun house and she keeps going down and going down and going down and you're like, where is she going? Yeah. Like what is happening? Yeah. I was like, this is like a small rinky dink, like, like above ground, like fun house on the boardwalk of a beach. Yeah. How is there like six layers down into the earth off of this yeah. thing? And you know, also to talk about that double imagery is the um, the the escalator and the stairs from the boardwalk right when uh, when she's going down into yeah. it and she opens it up and there's a picture of a rabbit in the yeah. corner and then a real rabbit comes out yeah like it it's i don't know man i just there's just so much of like so much of that imagery in there that is just like reinforcing like the themes that are going on yeah. in it this is so smart dude yeah, it is and 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 that's stuff that's like subconsciously there too. Right, and one's real and one's not real. Right. Like it but it's also kind of like up to you to decide which one is real or not. Yeah. Like also like at the end of the movie, well, what's going on with Adeline and Red? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just so good. It's so, just so good. So one of the funniest things that I thought was like so let's just talk about how it's funny and how I think Winston Duke is just amazing in that. Um, so when he's driving the boat, so I I laughed out loud the first time I saw this when, you know, Abraham, his, like his doppelganger was like punched him in the face and you don't know what's happened. Right. right? And it cuts away back to the family and like, they're kind of all splitting off to do this stuff. Like Zora runs away and like, uh, um, which another thing about her running away is, well, I feel like it's sort of a callback to the mom. You know, they talk about earlier in the movie about her wanting to be an Olympic runner. Right, right, and exactly. It, I mean, yeah, I don't that's know. exactly it's just, it. It's a no, callback. That, that's it. it. That's it exactly. Yeah, and but it's not hammered over the head. It's yeah. like in another conversation, and then you realize, oh, this is this person's strong suit. Right. Through that tiny little exposition exactly. that's already been laid out in another conversation, yeah. but like when like it cuts away, and then you. It cuts back to him, and you don't know where he is, yeah. right? And he pokes his fingers through, oh, and then the you bag. realize that he's on the on boat. The freaking boat. I freaking laughed. It is so funny. Hard, it's really dude. funny. Yeah, like that whole scene is brilliant. Yeah, it's great. Um, and I thought it was he just made a lot of he made a lot of silly decisions, like when they were off the boat, and then there's the freaking. Uh, the life thing, life preserver. Right. Just grab the life preserver. I know the boat's going, but like... Well, what I didn't realize is... I guess he didn't realize that he was like ensnared in it. Yeah. And so I was like, dude, stay away from that boat. Yeah. Obviously, he's wrapped up in that rope. Yeah. Uh, but when he... Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. 
Yeah, because Abraham's wrapped up in the yeah, and okay, in yeah, that road. I didn't realize and that's that. how he got there. It right. wasn't following him. Um, but the thing that reminded me of it was just like another callback to Jaws. Like obviously yeah. Jason is wearing that Jaws shirt. Yeah, but but then you know. It, fa- it falls off the boat and yeah. there's a float that's getting dragged behind it. Like yeah. it's that kind of stuff. Like, and you know, it's like Jaws, you know, trailing around the tanks. And so when there's actually something there, there's danger. Yeah. You know, it's that kind of stuff. I didn't, I didn't think about, you know, <clears throat> when Jordan Peele uses other movies and imagery yes. from other movies in ways to convey yeah. imagery in his own movies. Right. And I think that's really smart. Yeah. Because he, I don't. I don't, can't think of anybody else who does stuff like that. So, like, you know, the song that's playing when the rabbits, like, when it's showing the rabbits, that reminds me of the soundtrack from Akira, and I yeah. know that he loves Akira because, like, because um, uh, M actually does and like the Akira slide. Yeah. Right at the end of note when she's driving that motorcycle yeah. into the well. Yep. And so there, I don't know. Like, I know that's a reference, and I know like Jaws is a reference for Nope. Um. Cause you know, like the monster swallows a tank and it blows up, yeah. and that's what—that's the thing that kills it. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. Like there, th- that part I thought was just hysterical. Yeah. And <laughs> I thought it was really funny when um, I just had a brain fart on his name. Uh, the the white guy. Oh, uh, Tim Heidecker. Yeah, Tim yeah. Heidecker's character and um, Gabe were chased. He was getting. <laughs> Which was a little silly, like, I, but when he's like stalking him, yeah. like I thought that was his, I thought yeah. it was brilliant, man. And then and then they end up at the boat, which the boat's name is uh, I forgot what the uh, oh I know his boat's name Craw Daddy, yeah Craw Daddy, and I can't but I can't remember the name of his boat. I can't remember the name of Tim Heidegger's boat. I forgot boat. it, but it was funny too, right? Um, but he ends up inside of the boat, and earlier in the movie he's like, <laughs> I bet you forgot the flare, flare gun. gun. Uh, <laughs> And then he he comes up, and then he's got the flare gun. He tries gun. to shoot him with it, and it's just like it just, it just bounces off the wall, and then it just lights up the room. The I don't know if you remember this, but like when they're breaking in the home invasion, and yeah. they kick over the like the hide key rock, right? Yeah. And I don't know. I didn't notice this until I watched it with Brad because he had subtitles on his television. Yeah. That he goes. Um, what kind of white? <laughs> what kind of white nonsense is? It's like that made me laugh so hard. She's like, "Oh, they got the hide a key," and he goes, "What kind of white nonsense is this?" Like that made me that made me laugh so hard. Oh man, um, I want to I want to talk about what the movie's also trying to say. Sure, let's do but it. But before that, I want to get to the end of the story and okay. understanding all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think and again, I just have stuff that I think. Right. So. Um, what Adeline was it? Adeline. Yeah, that's um, a... So her Ad, Addie's like, I'm thinking like, well, I guess it's technically it's not Addie, but we'll get to that later. Right. But Addie, um, she, I'm like, she doesn't talk to her husband at all. I'm like, it's strange that she hasn't communicated this past trauma with her husband in any way. Well, I think that's one of those things where. But all, but it makes sense later. Yeah. Because and, and you know she makes little comments like when she's on the beach talking to the uh, to Tim Heidecker's character's wife and and she's like ah oh, I'm not very good at talking right um, and, and like Gabe says in the car like we don't always have to be talking all the time yeah there's like a lot of little things yeah. about saying like not communicating right in the movie um and 
there's just a lot of small little nuances when you finally figure right. out. Well, when a movie, I mean, there's no way that you would know that. No, no. Until the movie actually reveals itself. Right. I've and had people say that they knew that Brad Pitt was not a real person in Fight Club. Right. And I'm just like, no, okay, okay, whatever. Uh, you know, you get down there, you think. But that's how well hidden it is. Right. Like, there's no They're way. They're finally, that out. she's going after Jason after. So I do want to say, I find it interesting or interesting that um, Jason and. Pluto are the only two that are like mirror images. Mirror images. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think that, but I think part of that is kind of like that little boy, like and mimicking know, play that, kind of thing. Yeah, and I, I almost feel like he was hinted at at being a little autistic. Who's that, Jason? Jason. I we'll talk about that yeah. whenever we talk about the, what's going on. Right. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm and I, maybe that. I don't know. It has something to do with that. I don't know. But I thought it was super interesting that they were the only two that really mirrored each other at right. some points. And and again, I think I think there's just like little subtle things in there. And yeah. I think that's part of it. Like yeah. like him wanting to him wanting to really have like a playmate, right? Because right. he's yeah. trying to play with his sister and she's yeah. having none of it. None of it, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so obviously they're they're two is one yep. right and so if one wants it the other wants yep. it if the one knows it, the other knows yep. it and and so i think that's what's part of it it's that those two are playing a game in it right sure. yeah and that and that what happens is is jason is able to get the best of him yeah and in ways that pluto is not expecting because i feel like in some ways like pluto's like more of an animal like he's more animalistic yeah. than any of them absolutely he he and i feel like he's almost one of the more innocent um but like whenever but he, not <laughs> but whenever he like tries to light them on, light fire, their freaking car on fire and which he is looks, what i'm more talking about and he lifts his mask up and he yeah. smiles at them you're just like oh man that's not creepy yeah. at all like jeez. Don't make your well, blood run cold. Well, well, that we'll also get to when we talk about the next movie because I have some things that are. Yeah. I don't know. There's a there's some similarities in in some ways that I'm That's like, true. well, not really between the stories. So but, the end of the movie is basically like you find out so, that well, Adeline is is red is really from the underground, right. and she is a clone. Yeah, she is not a real human. Right. They so you know she follows and chases Jason down there. Right. But that makes sense because Adeline, because Red is the only other that can actually speak. speak. Yeah. Like I don't know if you remember this, but like at one point Abraham is like hitting the <gasps> the the motor, yeah. right? And he hears something screaming. That's Tim Heidecker's yeah, Tim, character. I, I, I it has that, to be. It sounds exactly yeah, like. I it. figured that because. Also, Tim Heidecker's character goes out on the dock later right. and starts screaming. And they're friends. Yeah. And so you would think they would be communicating with right. each other. Yeah. Right? That makes sense. Like, at some point during the home break-in part, like, I don't know if you watch this in the background or not, but, like, like Abraham's, like, playing with the curtains and looking at them. <laughs> it's just funny how they're, like, doing regular human things, but it's just, like, so strange yeah. from these people that are just about to murder, yeah. like, their other... <laughs> exactly. And, I don't know, I thought... It- it you know when when she killed um red right or i guess when red kills adeline right. technically yeah and she smiles like that yeah. i said or when you, there are moments where like when she takes the chains yes. that she actually put on her on as her. a little girl right. and she's using her own chains against her but you don't know that in the moment right, right? And then she's like screaming like that guttural scream. There, there are a lot of little things like, 
and then like the way she kills someone with scissors that yeah. no other human does. No, yeah. right? She kills the twin with the scissors. Yeah, yep. Like there are all these little hints at and it. And the way that the but son it never looks says at it, with, right? But, which, but he's the only one that knows. But I think. I think that's the point is that he sees her for who she really is yeah. and he knows something. And he always wears a mask like right. she does. Right. Um, but, but but you if you had the but if you had to think about this in an all-encompassing way, like their kids would be half cloned, right? Cuz yeah. one portion of them would be would be a real person, but the other portion would be not. Right. Untethered or whatever. Right. Yeah. It, yeah, that's true. That is true, and and there's even the thing where you know when they, they come to the house, like when they come to the um the white people's house, yeah, and uh, she smacks him in the head with the, that that fire poker, yeah, and, he and just then sort of... but then they grab her and pull her inside. They don't kill her, yeah, right. Even even Elizabeth Moss untethered has a chance to kill her, but she doesn't, and I think it's because they know that she's actually a tethered. I didn't think about that until just now. Yeah, right. that makes sense. I just I find that so interesting because I said that as soon as she smiled and did that with the chain I said I bet maybe they switched places yes and then it went on for a little bit yes and I was like okay maybe they didn't right and then it showed showed it, it the, what the actually happened and what yeah. actually happened I said okay well okay did, but, have you read the original script of what was supposed mm -mm, to happen no so when she gets chained up to the bed yeah. It was going to have her all alone, and then there was going to be the tethered versions of the parents that come up to the bed, and she's like, which, and this has no story significance. It's just a little more sad, because she's like, Mom and Dad, I want to go home, and then they're kind of just like, what is she saying? Right. And it's just... How is she talking? Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> I don't know. That's just kind of sad, but... No, I think... It's a sad story. But, okay, so... But who's, you know, back to the thing earlier, I said... Who's the real? Who's in the wrong? Again, you know? I, I think that kind of brings us like all the way around. Yeah. Like, you, it obviously happens because Adeline is in the underground, yeah, and she knows things that other people don't know, yeah. like that the clones don't know, right? Right? She knows how to think and plan and speak, yeah. And even if like the stuff that has happened to her is kind of like blunted that, yeah, and and almost turned her into a clone yeah. like she's still the human. human being yeah and so i think that's kind of like the sticking point and like yeah. none of that stuff would have happened because she's basically like the queen yeah that's like amounting an insurrection right so i don't know if you know this or noticed this or if you've ever seen a movie called the chuds <laughs> um, no, but i did i was reading a little bit about us okay um and i saw that there are some Yes, there. yes, there absolutely is. And so even to the point where the first shot of the movie is like, you know, the hands across America yep. on the television, yep. when it's zooming in, there's a VHS copy of oh, Chuds next right. to it even. And so that movie's basically just about like creatures from the underground that come out and take people down and right. basically turn them into to the creatures. to a monster. Right. Right. Um also before we get too deep into meanings and, you know, hands across America and things yes. like that. Yeah. Um the Bible verse yes. that's in the movie. Yes. Um, yeah. I think Jeremiah if, 11, I think 11. if you're gonna inform anything on that, you gotta look up that Bible verse yeah. because it happens I, immediately. It does. Right? Um I look I, I let me look at it again because I don't want to say it exactly. Right. Wrong. I know it's about dealing out God's wrath. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, it's <clears throat> therefore thus say the Lord, behold, I am bringing disaster yep. upon them 
that they cannot escape. Yeah. Though they cry to me, I will not listen to I them. I will not listen to them. Yeah. Like, that's a tough one. I, I'm, yeah, but it informs you. and But, like, there is, you know, there's 11s everywhere. Yeah. Right? Oh, there's 11, 11. But the ones are also, what, a mirror image of yeah. each other. Like, I didn't think about I, that. Even then, like, and then eleven eleven is like a mirror image of a mirror image, yeah. and I, I don't know. And man. to think of the guy who was holding the sign yes. as such an integral part of right. He's the first to die, right? But um, but I don't know if you noticed this, like his, and he's kind of the, the catalyst that kicks off, yeah. Like the stuff that happens to Adeline yeah. as a little girl. Like I don't know if you noticed this, but like. He doesn't have anything on his sign like the other, but he yeah. has it written into his head. You know, I saw that. Like, yeah, like, but his sign is gibberish, right? Right. Yeah, and and it's, it's interesting, like how similar the other is with the real, yeah. but they're also different. Right. Like, and you know, her thriller shirt was just like scribble. Yeah, I didn't notice that. I know, I didn't notice it the first time either. Um. I do want to talk about that a little bit before we move on to like the overall arching themes of the yeah. movie. When when you finally get to see flashbacks of what they're doing during the fair scene, yeah, and they're just wandering it's brilliant, around, man. and and there's you see people in the cafeteria right. just eating dead raw, rabbit, raw, raw dead rabbit. rabbit. Yes, it's disgusting. It's really, that's tough. the one part in that movie that's such. A, it's like a shock. It's but, that's the shock part. But but. Does it make sense to you that whenever they were like, okay, we're leaving these tunnels and we're going out, they released all the rabbits. That's why there's no rabbits in cages. They let them all go. Like, they are freeing themselves yeah. also. Yeah. You know? Like, and I, you know, I almost want to say, man, that, I, I, I feel like, I don't know how it's supposed, or what it's supposed to mean. Yeah. But I feel like maybe they see themselves as innocent. Yes, absolutely. Because truthfully, they until are. then, they are. They are right. Um, they're they're in captivity. They're if, if you think about it, like it's you know it it's us and them, yeah. right? And there's the duality that's in each other. Like this this person is capable of complete good, but also complete like complete terrible evil. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's the stuff where this movie is saying there is no us and them. Right, right. It's, it's all the same. Yeah, there's there's a perception that it's us and them. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah, that I mean that's what it's saying, right? I mean it's, and you can look at it however you want. You can look at it as, you know, you could look at it as racism. You could sure. look at it as class. Sure, you could look Absolutely. at it as poor versus rich. But at the end <clears throat> of the day, the movie's talking about the duality. You know. Of who human is. Humans I think, are. I think it's saying a lot of things. It so, is. So like if one if one is thriving and doing well, right. then that means one, one is, is being completely subverted right. and completely like just Undermined. like taking yep. a poop on. Yep. And I mean that's that's what her little fairy tale speech yes, was. Yes, exactly. I mean and and when you get to the end and you realize, oh, you're the one that wasn't supposed to have this life. Yes. You're having this life. Right. So I'm actually really mad at you because right. you, you're having my right. life. Right. Um, I mean, I, I guarantee there's a lot of people who feel that way who are, you know, unhoused, homeless sure. people or right. just minority groups or right. anybody, right? <laughs> that right. feels that way. That, yes. And I, you know, that's a, you know, I and me personally, I can't understand that feeling. Yeah. 
to that the full extent that someone may understand that yeah. jealousy or feeling of these people are having the life that I'm supposed to have. Right. Um, and I mean, I did, the movie conveys that very well. So let's do let's do like that overarching theme and like hands across America because right. it obviously ends with a shot where it's like hands everywhere yeah. and my understanding at least in terms of like the movie's logic right it seems like once the tethered have killed the real mm-hmm. the real people the tethered become that they are taking their place in the hands across america right right yeah. they are taking their place yeah so you're killing yourself and then you're actually taking Becoming the other's yourself. place yeah. and you know i also found that I don't think Hands Against America, or Hands Against, Hands Across America was something that people are, like, happy about. Like, I don't think they hated it, but I don't think it did much good. So, I, I and that's his point. Yeah. Like, that, I think that's exactly his point. Yeah. Is he's saying, like, this thing is supposed to be, like, this overarching good. Yeah. Right? This thing is supposed to be known for, um... This thing is supposed to be known for fighting poverty. It, right. Like, we're all going to link hands. and it, But what it really ends up being is just kind of an empty show of yeah. sentiment that yep. doesn't do anybody doesn't do actually thing. good. Exactly. And, and, I mean, and when she says I, that she basically said that she wanted to be seen yeah. by people almost. <clears throat> or she wanted to, like, sh- that doing the Hands Across America thing, that... Which she only knows about because that's because the she's shirt. real. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and she would have seen it on television. Right. Yeah, and and she's like, okay, well, that's how us people who are in captivity and right. us people who are in this impoverished, we're going to overcome our poverty and then, and then link joins together. Yes. Yeah, it's just so freaking smart, dude. I, I dude, I love it, man. It's just I, so smart, I, and it's it's saying so much. It's saying so much, and it's also just something you don't think about. Like no. Who's going to write a movie and say, I'm going to take this idea of doppelgangers. Right. And then I'm also going to take this idea of hands against or hands across America. And I'm going to take my, what I want to say with this movie. Yeah. And I'm going to do that. So it's, it's so simple. <laughs> yeah. It says so much. Do you end up being on Adeline's side at the end of it? Because if you think of it, really, it's 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 her and yes she has that creepy weird little girl smile yeah <clears throat> but, but to be fair but she is a little girl it's her right? rising up out of her circumstances subverting someone that's over her and putting them in her place and then taking Sticking their it to place the man. right i mean and that's why she's smiling at the end yeah. right <clears throat> cuz she knows she got away with it except for her son who Obviously he knows said, and sees her for who yeah. she is because he would he wouldn't wear his mask at the end right and neither he, was she but that, he's but no he slips well, it down oh yeah exactly he slips it down because he's writing yeah. and he's looking but at when her when he's looking at her and then he slips it down yeah. and then she is wearing her mask yeah dude it's, it, it's it, brilliant it man. is it's a great movie I I didn't know <clears throat> I didn't know much about it yeah um so I didn't have. Uh, a lot of expectations going yeah. into it. Of course, I had good, big expectations because it was Jordan Peele. Right, of course. But um, it's his second movie, dude. You know, He's made three movies. Every single one of them is not a home run. It was a freaking grand slam. Yeah. Do you know how hard that is to do? It's like John Carpenter. Not stuff, for him, man. apparently. It's like, like I mean, dang, dude. I can't imagine. I, I don't even know where I would go. I don't know where I would begin to do something like that. I agree. It's. 
three movies and they're yeah. all that good. Fantastic. Us is go watch that. Go watch it. Please watch us, man. And at this like, point, you know I, all about it. I so. knew I had Brad because Brad was opening, like he was like watching it, and he had his jaws just like, "What is going on?" Yeah. And then, like when the stuff started, to, when they started to understand, he was just like, "Wait, what?" And he yeah. was like, this is the best movie I have seen in a long time. Yeah. And I was like, I know. See, I didn't know where it was going to go because I was like, is she going to end up joining some cult? Or yeah. Like, because I saw, you know, I've seen the pictures and stuff like her. Like, Adeline is in the red and she has the scissors. Like, what's going to happen? Yeah. And then as soon as he said, as soon as Jason goes, there's a family in our driveway. Right. I was like, oh, yeah. okay. That's why it's called us. Yeah. Okay. No, when when they come in yeah, and he us. sees them in the fire and he goes, it's us. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, man. He said it. He said it. <clears throat> but see, that's what I love about Jordan Peele is that he actually, most of the time I hate this in movies, but yeah. he actually uses his title as a line in the yeah. movie. And I freaking love that. Yeah. And like it doesn't every feel single forced. one, of, it doesn't feel forced. It see, it reinforces. It makes it so much smarter. Yeah, it really. Because like when you go into that movie and you just like us, what is this? Yeah. And you know what? Friday the 13th does that well, too. Right? <laughs> yeah. Believe it or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, but please, watch that movie. Yes. It's really, really good. Like, there's so much more stuff I could say about it. Wow. What's up? An hour and 20 minutes. Okay. That's fine. I, I am not surprised by that. No. I expected me to I expected me to talk about us it, for a while. It didn't feel like it, though. No. Um... So, yes, Us was awesome. Right. And I actually listened to you this time and watched a movie you told me I know, to I know. You did good. Um, I watched the movie that you told me I to did. watch. So, I went to the movies uh, <laughs> on Thursday night. Um, Ty was invited, I but did, it's late. I didn't it was go. Late. I didn't go. I understood. Um, <clears throat> Five Nights at Freddy's finally Five came out. Five Nights at Freddy's. And since I opened the discussion of Us, yep. um, before we... So I'm gonna preface this. I'm I'm definitely biased. I've been waiting for this movie to come out for probably nine years. Um, Ty has little to no. I have zero. I've never played a second no. of Five Nights at Freddy's. And I know what it is. He but just that's knows it. what I've told him a little yeah. bit about. And, and, and I've gone through the lore with Gage yeah. that took about an hour. Yeah. So Ty. Yes. Overall. What is your opinion on that? I movie? would give Five Nights at Freddy's like a C plus. Okay. I liked it. I really did. Yeah. Um, but there were time and I super love the creepy, like chunky cheese. Yeah. Like tone that's yeah. going on yeah. at the actual Five Nights. Mm-hmm. Um there are parts of it where I felt like we're uneven. Uh-huh. I thought it was gonna be a lot more like I understood why he left the first night. Yeah. Um, but what I was expecting more of once he realized like, oh, his sister was there, then that were that was gonna be the rest of the movie. Yeah. Right? I didn't I didn't realize there was gonna be like so much back and forth of him like leaving. Yeah. And I thought it was gonna be like die hard. Right. right? It like was just, once was they there. were there, you're there. Yeah. And they're going through it. I don't know if <clears throat> you know what we were talking about the day night, day night. Yeah. Um, you know, I do. I saw that to be a complaint that some people had about that movie. It's um, not a complaint. It's just not what I was expecting. Yeah, absolutely. And but 
to be fair, a lot of the dream stuff, yeah. I wasn't expecting either, me personally. Okay, see, I, I didn't think that that would have been a part of it. No, and, um, and you know, I found it really interesting, and I thought, you know, you know, I was, there's a lot of things I had, a lot of, like, nervous thoughts I had going in this movie, because yeah. when we were talking about how Us sneaks in its name so well... I thought they were going to do some stupid crap, and I thought the animatronics were going to end up helping them beat uh, Springtrap right. again, and which I guess technically they do, but that's what happens in the real story. Yeah, but, I figured that. But I thought, you know, so, you know, I'm going to say I think Josh Hutcherson and I think Matthew Lillard did great in that movie. I like the little girl in it. She does great, too. <clears throat> um, I think the casting's good. I think, yeah. um, and there's a couple cameos you probably didn't know. Like the no, guy in the I diner, a, I had a feeling. The yeah. guy in the diner was uh, Matt Pat. He's a, a. I don't know if you've ever seen the YouTube channel Game Theory before. No. Um, he does, or he has movie theory. He has a lot of channels that, like, he de- <clears throat> like dives into like conspiracy theories of, about movies and games and right. like stuff. Like he deep dives into the lore, and he's a really big reason that the game took off like it did. Okay. Um. So he was in the movie, and so was there's a the guy the taxi driver. Um, when Freddy or when Golden Freddy and uh, oh yeah, what's her name? I can't think <laughs> yeah. of her name. What is her name? Why? Abby. Abby. Yeah. yeah. When they get into the taxi cab, which I was, hey, I was honestly really con- that was really funny. It was funny. So, and that's that's <clears throat> the the biggest complaint I've seen about the movie. I'm gonna go ahead and say I give it about a seven point five to an eight out of ten. Okay. Um, I can't justify giving it a ten. I can't right. justify giving it a nine. I don't want to give it a six, so... I, I liked... You know what? I liked it when the... I, when the crooks broke in... Oh, yeah. I thought... I thought... Man, I feel like this is happening yeah. way too early. Yeah. I feel like that would have been something that happened Later. like... Yes. Yeah. So, <clears throat> the biggest complaints I've seen are... It doesn't know if it wants to be a comedy or a That was one movie. of the things where I was just like, wait what I was hoping for was whenever these things were actually on screen, they were going to be legit terrifying. Yeah. And they, there were instances they were they, pretty scary. They looked really, really good. I w- and, you know, and the thing about that is, is they had Jim Henson's Creature yes, Shop making. Yes, I, I saw that. Um, which is awesome. I thought that was amazing. Um, and they're not CGI whatsoever. Right, there were people in yeah, there. there you, people, and you could, you could tell yeah. it felt like it. Um, which was great. I think... <clears throat> I think the movie itself is a labor of love to the fandom yeah. of Five Nights at Freddy's. And you can see that through the Rotten Tomato score, right. which has a critic score of 26 <laughs> and a audience score of 89. I was about to say, so, it's probably pretty good. Um, it's like the Mario movie, I, you know? I think the only, my biggest complaint about it was that the tone was, so, like that trailer looks so creepy and yeah. so spot on. Yeah. Like, like that is awesome. Yeah. And then when you're actually there, like the night where the like Abby meets like all Freddie and all his friends, you're just like I'm just like wait they're like cool now. That's when that's where I was bummed out. So there was a lot of people <clears throat> making jokes on the internet. Like obviously people use the acronym FNAF for right. Five Nights at Freddy's. Right. Um, people were gonna be like they're gonna go and they're gonna be like friends never abandon friends <laughs> and like they're gonna say the real five nights at freddy's were the friends we made along the way just stupid stuff like right. they, they thought that they you know thought we were they were gonna buddy up with like freddy's gonna be like all right bon, all right guys bonnie you take the left i'll right. do like but you know and i'm <clears throat> and as soon as i saw abby start making friends with him i said 
Oh, God, here we go. What I wish had happened was that they had gotten all those people in there. Yeah. Like the ant, right? Right. Like, so, obviously, obviously William, and then all, like, the crooks. Yeah. And in one night yeah. and done all yeah. of that. Then I think it would have been Drop yeah. Dead Amazing, because so, then there would have been actual people to kill, yeah. and then you could have done stuff like them hiding from yeah. them. But, like, the part where the people break in and they get murdered, awesome. I was, like, all in for yeah. it. Um, and then, like, she, he, like, Freddie picks that, di- like, that lady up and just bites her in half. Yeah. You're just like, oh my God. That was, that was probably that some was of the awesome. best stuff in that movie. Uh, I think one gripe I truly have with it, and I thought the subplot was really interesting. Yeah. So I want to go ahead and preface this by saying in the original lore, my just a security guard. Yes, but you are Michael Schmidt. Okay. But Mike Schmidt, I believe, is William's son. Okay. Um, but they made it where Vanessa is his daughter. His daughter, daughter yeah. Um, and there is some stuff about, you know, Mike's son, Mike's brother going missing and right. stuff in the original. But I think this movie made it to where everything made sense in a way. Like, like of, okay, you find out about Mike, uh, Mike's brother. Yeah. Um, but... Which that subplot we'll get to later because it's technically not even really the subplot, right? It's, and it never pays off because it can't, right? It can't. Yeah. But I mean, aside the from, subplot of um, Abby getting taken away, yeah, that doesn't get a payoff. Um, I mean, aside from the end getting murdered, right? Like, yeah, yeah I mean, there's no, there's no danger um, of her getting taken no. away from anybody. Well, the aunt doesn't die. Yeah, she does. Yeah. yeah. So whenever Freddy comes to the house to get Abby, oh shoot! And then and then like it cuts away, and all you see is just her legs sprawled right. on the floor, and he's, he's like, she, "Don't worry about her; she's just asleep." Yeah, and you're yeah. just like, "Oh my gosh, yeah. thank you, Freddy." I mean, uh, I would have loved to have, see that's. I think one. I'm going to be honest. The lawyer was like the funniest character in that movie. It was pretty good. Uh, I, I love. I mean, Matthew Lillard is really good in it. But Matthew Matt. Lillard is good in everything. Yeah, he is so. Um. So you know, I actually did like Vanessa. Vanessa, yeah, she seems fishy to me. She did, but she was. I don't like people that are saying things but won't tell you what it is. Yeah, I don't I, mean that, that that kind of character pisses me yeah. off. Yeah. So yeah, I it's it, I did I did. There's there's a couple little things in there that don't make it perfect, of yeah. course. But me being a fan, like there's a lot of things. So we'll get we'll get there in a second. It, but it felt right that. I feel like the 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 tone was right, except yep. for when you're just like, why are these robots not killing and eating everyone? Right. And but so when you were talking about um, what's his name, uh, Pluto smiling like yeah. that, um, when Michael finally, so Michael has a recurring nightmare about the day that his brother got taken. Yeah. Um, and he's like super obsessed. Like he takes sleeping pills to help him sleep. He listens to nature sounds, and he has a, a poster above his bed so he can... I guess it almost seems like he wants to revisit that dream Yes, because the, he wants to find out who took his he, brother. He said he's trying to get answers to yeah. something. Which is and understandable. He felt, and he felt like working there was the thing that was kind of pushing him yeah. along toward it. Um. So the movie starts, and he's a security guard at, an, at a, a mall. A mall. <laughs> um, and you know he has this book about dream theory and all this yeah. stuff. Well, he sees someone else. He sees a kid alone, 
and he sees someone that seemingly steals the kid. Yeah. He chases after him, beats the beats absolute the, mess. I, I don't know how that fountain was not full of blood. No. Yeah. Because he punched that man 25 yeah. times. If it, if it was rated R, that fountain would have been full of blood. I don't disagree. Um, but, so, he beats... End, ends up that's some that's the the freaking kid's dad, yeah. So he loses his security job uh, at the mall, and he goes and he okay. This is spoilers for any, but I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Go see the movie, then come back. You're already an hour and a half in. Might as well just finish the podcast yeah. episode. But still, um, so he goes to a uh like a temp agency basically. Yeah. Which has a man there by the name of um, what's his fake name? Uh, whatever he has a fake name. It's Matthew Lillard. Yeah, and uh, he he sees he's like oh he's kind of talking crap about Michael like ah oh, your track record really sucks. We can't really yeah. get you a good job. He reads his name and he's like Mike, and then he kind of something piques his interest. It seems like almost like because he knows that I guess Garrett he took right. so he took Garrett that's the whole end all be all so then but, you then you understand like that's when he offers him the job yeah, five nights at Freddy's so um essentially Mike keeps revisiting the dream he continue when he when he revisits that dream the first night he works at Freddy's then the souls of the kids that were kidnapped yeah. at Freddy's from years ago right are in his dream. Which I understood that because you had told me Right. That. So um, that part was actually... So you have good. the main four. You got Foxy, uh, Bonnie, Chica, and Freddy. And then the fifth kid is Golden Freddy. Yeah. Which is like from the old location. Yeah. Uh, which is not said in the movie, but the old location had a different Freddy suit and that was who Golden Freddy was. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so he eventually, you know... He brings, he tries to figure out, hey, do you guys know who took my brother? They're not saying anything to him. They're all running from him, understandably, because, I mean, I think that's a big reason as to why they kill all those people is because they're scared of adults, yeah. it seems like. Um, so, eventually, he brings his his, uh, his sister there because the lady that babysits his sister while he's at work is bitten in half yeah is bitten in half because <laughs> yeah. she's been working with the aunt trying yeah. to get the aunt custody of his sister which what is it for them yeah i, mean, I know that's, you get two hundred dollars yeah. for what yeah which for she, a lot of time yeah. watching her yeah she couldn't find anything against michael at his house so um they're like, okay, well, let's go make him lose his job at Freddy's, and that's when they break in that's when they get killed and they get killed yes um, but eventually, um, he brings her to the job because, and he's like, all right, you're going to stay here and you're going to sleep. Right. They both fall asleep on the job. Well, then they, then it's basically like the, you know, the Freddie and all his friends are kids. introduced to Abby and yeah. then they realize, oh, we want her to be a friend, a too. friend of us. And um, so, and so that's kind of like, kind of that, oh, man, that is so late in the movie. Yeah, it is. To kind of get to where the movie is finally going to. Right. Like, Which, and that should have been, like, that's, I could, I think, the bummer. I think the, the lead-up is good. Yeah. I, I think that he should have come the first night, right? Mm-hmm. And then had to take Abby because they, like, like had some reason, like, oh, that girl can't come today. Yeah. And so I have to take her to work. Yeah. And so what happens is then as the people come and break in and try and make this look like this was his fault yeah. because he was actually at work and not 
not there. Right. Right. And then, um, what's her name? Vanessa could have come to like investigate. Oh, this is a, like, this is the problem. Right. Right. And then it would have been just encompassed in one night and the Mm -hmm. ant could have been there. Yeah. That stuff makes a lot more sense to me. It does. But I I (sighs) almost want to say that they made the day night transition so much because they almost wanted to pay it. Like, I don't know if it was five nights. Right. It could have been five nights. Right. Um, it probably was. Probably was. Um, but, mm. you know, eventually he actually talks. So when they all, Vanessa shows up and they make a little friendship, <laughs> Michael and Vanessa, and um, Abby plays with the animatronic characters yep. and he wakes up to her screaming and she, he thinks that they're hurting her, but they're they're just playing with her. Right. Um and then eventually he falls asleep again on the job after, you know, they all build a freaking fort and right. lay, and kind of hang out for a little while. And you're like, okay, great. So they're all friends now. Right. I was like, why are these gigantic monsters that are supposed to be killing people not yeah. trying to kill people? Yeah. He falls asleep <clears throat> and he finds out, oh, they say he sees his brother and it looks different. It's, it's not playing out the same way. It usually is in his dream. And he's like, this isn't this isn't right. And there's uh, Golden Freddy and uh, the little boy that was abducted, the soul. And he's like, do you want this all the time? And right. then he's like, uh, yeah. And then he's like, well, give us Abby. But then he realizes it's not real. Right. And he's he's like, it's okay, also okay. after he has given him given her to his aunt. Right. Essentially. Yeah. So. And that's kind of like where the rest of the movie like kicks off. Yeah. And because um, he. Um, inadvertently just agrees to say, okay, yeah. you can you can have my sister. And then he regrets it as soon as he says it. Right. Um, and so that's when... And so the rest of the time is like them just trying to get away. Right. Um, and that's that golden fret. And when he looks at his brother and like touches his brother, yeah. and that's when he re- regrets saying it because he sees his sister and his brother. Right. And he's like, okay, I, yeah. I kind of already had my, my brother in a way. Right. <clears throat> and that's when you see Freddie smirk that way that's like, I said, oh, okay. So now this is why they... And then they try to kill him. They start trying to kill him, which I thought it was super clever. Anytime that you saw Michael get hurt, it was him in his dream getting hurt. Right. And then he ends up waking up and they're trying to stuff him into a suit. Right. Um... So, uh... He he breaks himself out of that. Is that... Wait, that's... Like, that's... They're not actually making him into another character... They're just killing those people. They're, the people that are going into the suit are the one that Abby would have been put into. Right. Right. Well, well they well they would have killed her too. Right. Um, they were killing them, but I think they were trying to make them like them. Right. But then their um, spirit would have lived in a suit, probably. Yeah. Um, which I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't. Think, is that what the baby doll is supposed to be? So that baby doll. So there's a second location that they make and. William makes more animatronics. Yeah. Um, and it's called the sit like the game is sister location, but it's circus babies, right. yada, yada, yada. <laughs> um, that's, I think that was just a, a reference to that. I, I got think. You. Um, okay. But so essentially you figure out that their intention is to kill his little sister right. so that she can be friends and play with them forever. And it's, and it's William's intention. It, it's William's intention. Yeah. And what you find out, you know, he, he's like, Oh my God. And that's what you find out Vanessa's been trying to tell him. Right. She saves him while Golden Freddy goes to the aunt's house to get um, uh, her, Abby, yeah. and kill the aunt. 
they come back in the taxi. Right. Which when I saw that in the trailer, I was like, what is this? But it makes sen- it made sense then uh, mm-hmm. when I watched the movie. And that when I saw him smirk like that, I had a little more hope. I was like, okay, they're not going to team up and they're not going to. Um, so essentially, they go back to stop her, to stop the animatronics from killing Abby. And that's when uh, William. Or, that's when Springtrap. Yeah, Springtrap spring shows up. Well, <clears throat> uh, William Afton. You find out Vanessa is the, the daughter of him, and that he's the one that stole all the kids and killed them. Yeah, and, um, <clears throat> he's coming there tonight, uh, I guess, to kill him, to kill Michael. Right. Um, so, and she can't show up apparently, but she shows up later. Yeah. Um, but they go there, and they're like, oh, "Okay." Uh, <clears throat> Like he stops the animatronics with uh, tasers and stuff, yeah. which I thought that was a pretty cool scene. And I'm guessing that is something you do in the game. No, Actually, it's not. You, it's not. It's not. You use you don't use electricity no. again. Maybe okay. in sister so, location. So in but... Five Nights at Freddy's, you're just watching monitors. Yeah, you're just watching monitors and closing the doors. Right. That's it. Um. <sighs> so of of course you couldn't make a movie just with that. So. I but I think you could though. Like, sure. Yeah. I I, I think. I think that you could, like I said, I wish it was kind of like Die Hard, yeah. right? Sure, yeah. Where it's like you're stuck in there, these things are like patrolling the halls, yeah. and you don't know why. Like, yeah. I don't even know if you have to have, like, I don't even know if you have to have, like, the spirit of the kids in each robot. Yeah. Like, what if they're just robots? Yeah. And this guy is controlling them somehow. But, but the source material, I guess they just want to stay true to the source material. I agree, but it's also convoluted in a way where it's like this is the first movie like maybe just make it like this yeah right well see I, I'll get to that in, in a sec um that he stops them all and then William shows up right as Springtrap and just which is freaking awesome and he starts that honestly that was probably my favorite part of the yeah. movie but eventually they figure out okay well he's the one that's been lying to these kids these kids think that he's a good guy right and that he didn't take him and kill him and sh- right. show him in these suits. So there's a picture on the wall of him holding the hands of all the kids. Right. So Abby goes and draws a picture of him killing all the kids. Right. And then they understand. And then they understand. And then they turn against and him. And so they turn against him. And I don't know if they... And the cup, they send the cupcake over to right. bite him. And then <clears throat> the spring locks inside the, the suit, which is the best part of the movie, just start... Going off going into off his body. Into his body. Yeah. And, <clears throat> which happens in the lore. That's how you get Springtrap. So, right. Needless to say, it's super. There's the entire movie. You don't even have to go spend the money to see it. Um, <laughs> how did you feel about it? Did it fulfill the expectations yeah, that I was, you had? I was very for satisfied it. when I left. So, if you, if I walked out of watching Ninja Turtles this year, yep. and I felt like it was a 10 out of 10, yep. you were like, that was a 10 out of 10. With Five Nights at Freddy's? Yes. I can't give it a 10. But okay. I was, my childhood self was very satisfied okay. with what I saw. I can at least give it a seven point five eight. So does Freddie hum in the game? Uh, that was actually Foxy. It was Foxy dum, that dum, was dum, dum, that stuff. Yeah, yeah, that was Foxy. He does that in the game. So that's Foxy that kills the guy at the beginning. Yeah, and so anytime anybody was ever at the exit and trying to get out, it was Foxy. it was Foxy that was yeah. coming to get him. Mm-hmm. So. Because Foxy was looking for Abby at one point. Yeah. Like, in the arcade. Which was really 
scary. I actually thought that was super scary. Yeah. But then I was just like, Abby, just go behind those arcade machines. I know, right? I was like, what are you doing, stupid? In the ball pit? <clears throat> no, no, not in the ball pit. No, Don't go in the ball that's pit. That's a bad idea. Just get behind that arcade machine that's clearly not backed up against the wall right. and hide there yeah. and make your way down. Yeah, knock the arcade machine on me. But I think one of the things I did respect about it a lot, like... Like I said, I love the creepy Chuck E. Cheese yeah. aspect of it. That I, was really good. I think that's the best. The best parts of it are how true it is. To, like, the opening scene with the first security guard dying is really good. I thought so. Um, yeah. I think... Um, I think it's really well made. Yeah. Like... You can... Like, you. it's not an indie movie. No, definitely not. You can not. tell that it's... You, you can know, tell Blumhouse put some money right. behind it. They put some money behind it. They... Yeah. I think... Uh, what's her name? Emma, um, the director. She did a good job. Right. Uh, it felt like she loved the source material. What I wish, this is what I wish. I wish that it had actually been sort of scary. Yeah. It was not, I, I feel like my wife could have watched it. Yeah. That, that's why I think whenever Springtrap came out, that was my favorite part. Because yeah, I was, was actually like, part. oh crap, that yeah. is actually scary. Yeah. Because it's a dude in, in a freaking animatronic yeah. suit, like with a knife trying to kill you, which Matthew Lillard did great with his yeah, character yeah um, yeah he definitely did but which he ends up stabbing vanessa yeah and then but you he, don't even know if she's okay no like, you don't even know end. if she lives yeah. no she's just in the hospital yeah, she's in the and hospital. she never wakes up oh no, yeah that's true but they drag him and put him in the supply closet yeah so uh he's left there to okay. die as so freddy's that, falls apart so that's my question right so when vanessa comes to him it's just like freddy's got broken into and you're just like okay it's obviously not during the day you're right. obviously there when and watch me lock this thing yeah. back up you know i didn't do that i didn't and she, yeah and she was like that's criminal negligence and i was just like screw you yeah. you know i didn't do it like yeah. that back like obviously somebody opened up this door and went in there yeah. and where are all these bodies at yeah I, other than the suits <laughs> is where they were you remember when it showed well, the bodies? Well, it shows them back in the storage room, and it shows them all dead. Yeah. But, like, what, like is that where they were? I guess so. Because, like, did well, no one find Well, she find didn't file the report yet, remember? I was like, did no one find any of these bodies, or is she just hiding it? Well, so, that didn't make <clears throat> sense to me until I learned that they made her into William's daughter. Right. And that's why she had that much knowledge about Freddy's and all that right. stuff. And it's like, okay, well, she holds that place dear, and she's like... She cares about it, I guess. Right. So, I guess but I was she, like, there's a woman bitten in half in here. Yeah, there's a freaking torso <clears throat> in here. Where was all the blood at? What they should have done is had Freddy and everybody clean up. Yeah. So you never would have so you never would have known. Just like they made the pillow fort. Right. They just mopping right. the floors right. and stuff. To shove those bodies out back somewhere. That would have been funny. Or like down the garbage chute or something. Surely somebody still comes and picks trash up there. Surely. <clears throat> if somebody's a night guard there, surely somebody comes and picks That's up trash. That's the thing, like when when Josh Hutchinson shows up and he starts cleaning, I'm just like, screw this, man. Yeah, I was like, Are dang you it. Serious? They're gonna they're gonna start liking him and they're gonna all work together and they're gonna and then, but it didn't work out that way. And if it did work out that way, I would have gave the movie a four. So <laughs> So you um, gave it a eight. You gave it an eight. I gave it an eight. Okay. But that's from a fan's perspective. And that's the thing, like I was like That movie's for fans. I think I would have given it a six. And and it's not because it was bad. There were things about it that I definitely liked. Yeah. 
Uh, I think the, it does the good things well, but there's, you know, I don't understand why critics gave it. I don't know why it has a 28. I don't think it's that bad. I, I don't because I don't because if it's supposed to be a scary movie, I think it actually needs to actively be scary. Yeah. yeah. And there, I would there take was, my freaking 12 year old son to go watch. That oh movie. yeah, absolutely. There, like there were times where I was just like, there's no danger right, yeah, right now. Yeah. There's like, unless you're like a, uh, an adult. And I think the reason they weren't killing Mike is because they could see they his they dreams. Could, yeah. And, and they, they knew that they had something in common with him. Yeah. And, and that they could get Abby from him. Right. Um, or thought they could get her from Right. Because obviously William's there affecting what's going on with right. them. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Somehow. Right. Um, if it's not maybe during the day, I don't know. Who knows? I wish we saw more of him, but that's what I'm about to say. So the original Five Nights at Freddy's game so they made that and then they made the sequel which was a prequel right so this movie's already doing well in the box office okay well that's i mean listen i if it can't have been that much money to make right right you need a weird like that's all set dressing yeah and then just those costumes yeah. that's the, all the it most is. expensive part was probably those costumes the costumes or the casting Oh man, who? Uh, I mean, Matthew Lillard was probably he obviously is the biggest. He was a fan of the game. John, I mean, Josh Hutchinson, Hutchinson is not pulling a. That's gigantic. the first movie he's made in probably. I, I six agree, years. and I told you, I thought he looked like he was on heroin. I, I don't, don't think that. I don't but. know if that is just like what he looks so strung out, and like I just wanted to be like, and I get that that's part of his character. But at the same time, I just wanted to be like, dude, just take a shower. Yeah. And comb your hair. Yeah. And you're good. Yeah. You're an attractive guy, man. Like, put it out there. Yeah. I don't know. I think he's also, like, I think both of those, both of those people are, like, kind of nerdy in real life. Sure. They both are actually fans of the game. Yeah. So, I think that's a good thing that they got people who would be true to the source yeah. material. People who would understand the role. Like... I thought Willem Dafoe would be awesome for Springtrap. Yeah, that, but yeah. but I mean he's good in anything. He's good in anything, but I think Willem Dafoe wouldn't have been as effective as Matthew Lillard, someone who understands the game. Right. And you know, I think like I saw like I read a couple of things and I was trying to understand this a little bit better. And it was like people were like, "There's too much emphasis on the people," and I was like, "Ah, eh, it's a movie. I kind of understand that. Yeah. I'm not not." really getting upset about that i think the thing that i wish was like they had not had it be five nights um like on that second or third night that's when everything blows up because yeah. it be should have been like that first night he's just like getting used to everything yeah. right and then he falls asleep and that's it but like on the second night he starts to realize like oh there's something very creepy and weird going on and then the third night everything, everything happens. happens yeah yeah, I agree. <laughs> There's like too much time for them to just be like. But I guess to be honest, there has to be day night in that movie because he's a night guard. Totally, but like, I mean, you know, make make better use if, of the time. Nights like night starts at six now, and it doesn't yeah. like the sun comes up at six. That's twelve hours, yeah. right? You could do a lot of stuff in twelve yeah, hours. A lot can happen. Plus, like, hours. if you can't get out of a place, it could be more than one night. Yeah, that's you know? true. <clears throat> yeah, if him and Abby got stuck in there for like two days, right? Or something like that, and then know? someone breaks in. Yeah, Vanessa. Right, or, or it's them like hiding yeah. and realizing they 
like have to stay away from these murder robots. Yeah. I don't know. Could have been done. Things could have been done differently, but it's okay. I think I think as a you know a fan service movie, a movie that is stuck true to the source material, it's gonna have a bigger audience score than it is a critic score. Yeah, I under I wouldn't expect critics to no. watch this and be like, yeah, it's. Yeah, I can't imagine a single movie critic. It like, I mean, it's it's fine. Yeah, like I'm gonna be really honest. Like, it's fine. Like, yeah. do I feel the same way that I feel about us? No, I don't. That's understandable. I don't. Um, but like, I think it just it has it has really like I said, I'm biased. So you know, I'm gonna say that because it's true. That's uh, okay. and and that's okay. Like people like what they like. Yeah. And like I saw like a person criticizing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie the other day and I was just like I don't even feel like you were watching this yeah. but he was like all the turtles are the same and I was just like that's a crazy thing to have said yeah. um so but you know I think I do think you know seeing a lot of classic things or a lot of video games being made into movies that are at least good like yeah such oh as, it was good yeah it was good yeah like there, there's no doubt like I, I can't say that it was bad like it yeah. was good and well made yeah and that's kind of like all I ask for. Yeah. Um, out of movies, most of the time. Um, yeah. So. Wow, that's a long one. That's a long one. That's probably our longest one ever. Yeah. Um, if uh, you have any thoughts and questions about this, uh, you can go to uh, me if I was twenty at gmail dot com and leave us some questions. Yeah. Um. Uh, I think until the next time, happy Halloween. And happy uh, Halloween. from me and Gage, we will see you later. And thank you for listening. Catch you on the flip side. <laughs>